Hello and welcome to episode number 70. In this episode, Lynn and I will be talking about the light and the dark of human emotions. It has been a long time since we recorded, right, Lynn? So we're super happy and excited to be recording again. I think we just had, we both went on vacations and we feel rejuvenated, right? (laughs) Much needed vacations. Much needed vacations. So in this episode, we're kind of going to be going through like the, how the human experience is a spectrum of light and dark. So we'll get right into it. Um, So for you, the listener, which do you gravitate more towards light or dark, the hero or the villain? So like I mentioned, the human experience is a spectrum. It's like a gradient of light and darkness. So throughout our lives down to each month, week, day, We experience a wide range of emotions as humans. And I think it's, we get into the mindset that we almost experience one side, like we'll go to just the light or we'll go to just the dark. So um, we kind of want to turn it, turn the, the um, lens on that and like kind of admit that it's naive to think that we can get to a state where we're only experiencing the light forever or only experiencing the dark forever, because there's going to be periods of emotional states from joy to bliss to anger to sadness throughout our lives. And the difference is whether we're making the choice again and again to be the hero of our own lives. That's where that hero and the villain comes in. And what this means here is us choosing to evolve and choosing to have the awareness and not allow denser emotions to kind of rule our lives so instead, when we experiencing a, experience a dense emotion, such as anger, we can lean into these emotions without shame. We can express them as they're meant to be expressed. And then we can allow ourselves to kind of feel gratitude for the experience, which is a really different way of experiencing emotions than we've grown up at, grown up with, because I don't know about anyone listening, but when, when I was younger, I think a lot of people have this experience when I expressed emotions, it was either, I was either told to not express emotions. Um, like I was expressing them. Like if I was crying, I was told to stop crying. If I was screaming, I was told to stop screaming. So it's, I mean, our, our parents mean really well, but when we're, we're the sponges that we are, when we're from seven, um, and, and younger, we experiencing experience this as, or I'm not meant to express my emotions. So we kind of, after experiencing that kind of um, thing again and again, we start shutting down our emotions and shutting down how we're meant to experience them, which is through our bodies, through sound, through, you know, breathing and um, being in our bodies. So we kind of just, you know, suppress them, suppress them, suppress them. We swallow our tears. We hold back our anger. We, um, you know, we just don't express ourselves because we're the, the fear is ingrained in us that around expressing our emotions. So um, earth is a really special planet. And if you believe in other star systems, um, earth has the most dynamic and unique experience of growth versus suffering compared to the other star systems. I don't know if anyone listening believes in, 
the other the other planets that exist out there but um we have this unique experience on earth where we have free will to turn suffering into growth if we if we choose to see things that way so i don't know if like for me i was very much a person that i experienced suffering and suffering and suffering and then when i turned the lens on my life and really was like had that awareness and was looking at my life i realized that i was going through so many growth experiences and i turned all of those sufferings into growth for myself so it's like that phrase where there's always two sides to the same coin so which will you choose will you only ever look at one side due to fear or skepticism or will you acknowledge both sides, but choose the the side that's serving you best in that moment. So in my life, in this moment, it serves me really well to, to um, do shadow work and look at that, that other side, the, because I, uh, I think for maybe two years, I was only looking at the light. So right now I'm in a period of kind of like introspection and self-reflection of looking at the dark and, unbearing my shadows, I guess you would say. So um, this kind of may sound a little confusing, but we'll kind of dive more into what we mean here and how it pertains to human emotions and growth. Yeah, for sure. And also just like circling back to what you just said about, you know, when like you started your journey um, and you were just like positivity, positivity, positivity. I think with every single spiritual person like worker out there I feel like in the beginning of the journey we always focus on the positive and we're always like we always have to stay positive if something bad happens to us we're like oh no everything's great I can work through this and I think it's like called toxic positivity or something like that (laughs) but it's just like I think every one of us has experienced it because like that's what we think we ha- or that's how we think we should be acting to be woke, so to speak. Right. So, yeah. And I think it's like everybody goes through it. And like at the end of the day, though, it's kind of we're just brushing the negative emotions under the rug until like the pile is so big that you can't hide it anymore. Um, so true. Yeah. And it's it's still like suppressing and um, it's still kind of like suppressing like you did when you were a kid, suppressing emotions, suppressing emotions, because although you are kind of trying to alchemize, it's like you have the right mindset that you want to alchemize your emotions, but it's like we're not really taught how to do that correctly or do that in the best way for us, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, to honestly go back to the primal way of expressing emotions, like when we were a kid. So um, I definitely got in that toxic positivity loop. But I also, I learned so much during that time and I never had a period where I, um, I didn't express my emotions in private. I just kind of held it like from my, my persona online. I, I didn't, I never really expressed my negative emotions on there. I mean, maybe once or twice, but not as much as I was actually experiencing kind of behind the scenes and, um, my way, my little outlet there was journaling, but I did. I felt guilty to like journaling. Okay. Well, how can I alchemize this into love and light rather than kind of seeing what the emotion was kind of teaching me at that time and what my trigger was. So I really like that you made that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think like you, like you said, like 
from a very young age, we're kind of conditioned to only show like the positive emotions and, you know, always smiling through the bad times <laughs> and whatever. Um, so, and then that just bleeds into like our adult life and other aspects of our lives for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So expressing emotions healthily is how we evolve and keep our emotional, mental, and physical bodies healthy. We are almost like seedlings who evolve into trees. And when we are not growing, we quite literally start to decompose, which leads us to illness and health issues. But when we express our emotions as they're intended to be expressed, we can more easily return to our original blueprint of health, which in turn restores our energetic body. Some may feel disconnected from this in the way that they sweep emotions under the rug, like we were saying earlier, or like also known as only seeing the one side of the coin due to fear. But this could also be perceived of someone crowding their truth out with love and light. There is an intimate connection between our health and our emotions, and our emotions are our truth. Emotions have a direct correlation with our physical bodies, health, well-being, and expression of wellness overall. Chronic unprocessed emotions and experiences can and will manifest into physical ailments, whether it be in our bodies as physical like um, illnesses or we act as a magnet to draw more of these experiences to us for healing. And like I've experienced this firsthand where... I suppress my emotions so much. And this happens like, I, I'm pretty sure I just go through like seasons in my life where I do this, but I, sorry, my dog's barking, but <laughs> it's okay. Mine was too. <laughs> but like, I, well, during COVID, for one like instance, it was just like, um, I was really suppressing my emotions of like how everything was going with work. I wasn't talking about it and like, I didn't notice it until afterwards, but I was like getting sick. I was depressed. Like I wasn't feeling good. Like emotionally, I was withdrawing from friends and family. Like I didn't want to talk to anybody. I like was so unmotivated to do anything. And I didn't really notice it until afterwards. And it was because like, I don't know. I wasn't expressing. I wasn't owning up to my true emotions. I was like, oh, everything's great. Like COVID's not bothering me. I'm thriving in COVID. Like I'm an introvert. This is great. And honestly, (laughs) at some points of like COVID, it was great. Like I did like not having to do things and not having social obligations. But on the other side, it was like, I was really disconnected from my family. I didn't get to visit them for two years. Um, I was very disconnected from my friends because we had this 9 p.m. curfew where like we had to be home in our houses. Actually, it was like seven o'clock in the evening first thing and we couldn't even like go visit people because like there was like this ban for almost a whole entire year. But it was just, I don't know, I was kind of, what's that word I'm looking for? Like, I, I was in denial. Like mm-hmm. I was just like basically denying how I felt and just trying to be like, no, this is great. And there was like the false positivity in a very like weird way though. It was like, I don't know, a false positivity, but villainy kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, like, did you feel like any shame around experience or around expressing like how you were truly feeling? 
Oh, yeah. And to this, like, honestly, I have trouble expressing my true emotions and feelings and talking to people about my feelings to this day. And it's something that I'm continuously trying to work on. But I, I don't know what it is. But when I try to talk about my feelings to even my husband, I literally like want to start crying because I feel ashamed. I feel embarrassed that I feel like this way. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just like, I don't know. That's weird. And it's something that I'm trying to work through, but I have a lot of trouble talking about my feelings. Mm -hmm. And there's so many of us that feel that way too. It's because it's, I mean, it it really depends on your upbringing too and and how you've expressed your emotions throughout your life and how you've suppressed them too. And um, I would say I am very grateful that as I got older, my, my mom and I kind of repaired the relationship around that. And I, and I was able to express my emotions. And then I had friends who was able to express my true emotions too, because I felt like an air of acceptance around myself. And in turn, that air of acceptance kind of, um, mimicked itself in my life and the people that were close to me. So I was able to kind of work through that, but, oh my goodness, it's, it's like, making that breakthrough and then, and then going back on it. Like I would say I've been in your position so many times where I've, I've, I'm like, okay, I I can express my true emotions. And then I'll literally like retract and like take two steps back and be like, wait, no, I can't. Um, so I think it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, in our society, we're not really taught to express emotions. And it's one of the hardest things, especially if we have blocks around speaking our truth, which, I certainly have that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and, and emotions are truth. Like we, like we were saying earlier, it's like emotions are the truest true. And, and they, we may feel like there is, you know, our minds getting involved in it, which could be the case sometimes, but I would say like, if your emotion feels like it's coming from your heart, it's true. And, um, I think a lot of the times we get in our heads a lot and then we'll, we'll like thought, we'll thought loop and loop and loop. And it's like, I mean, that's, that's toxic too, right? Like talk about toxic top positivity. There's like toxic, I mean, neg- negativity just really puts a cloud over our lives too. So it's almost like really trying to find that balance of, of your truth. Cause like, to me, I feel like truth is balanced because truth is alive in, in the dark and we each have light and dark aspects to ourselves. So our truth is seeing the whole sphere of our emotions and not looking at just one side. Cause you know, we get into that habit of just looking at one side of our emotions and then we can't express the other side of our emotions. So we're like, like you were saying, then you were saying, Oh, I, I'm, I feel okay. Like you're expressing just one side of your sphere of emotions when the other side, the dark side has, you know, all of this other thing, all these other emotions that are trying to resurface and you're, and then when you try to resurface them, it's like you get, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to kind of turn the light. I, I guess like, I don't know why, but right now I'm, I'm holding like a imaginal imaginary sphere in my hands and I'm like turning it towards the light in my room. So like all of the sphere gets all of the, the light, like even the dark side. So I'm thinking of like the moon too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, Hey, like if you're working on it and, and I think that's, that's amazing. I think a lot of people are working on it. And I think this, the, um, you know, us being in quarantine and stuff, 
I'm, I will admit I'm experiencing a completely different reality from you because I'm in Florida and everyone knows that Florida is, is like basically, basically its own country right now in, in terms of COVID goes right now. So like it's, I'm experiencing not as much isolation, not as much restriction, not as much. Um, I, I mean, pretty much have complete freedom here, which I'm very, very grateful for, but, um, it, I will say like, I am very out of touch with how the other sides of the world are experiencing, you know, everything. So, um, it's always like refreshing talking to you. Cause I always, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. Lynn is experiencing like a completely different reality of this because, you know, she's in Canada. So, um, you guys have completely different regulations and all of that, but I mean, no wonder like being in isolation. will well, it's hard. Um, even as an introvert, cause we need social interaction. Yeah. Like as much as I want to, like, I don't know, like, pretend that I don't really need social interactions I think like um since summer started actually I just really craved my friends and my family and especially after visiting my family like I realized like how important my relationships are in that they're one of the things like I can't really go too long without because it just really affects me negatively Mm-hmm. And I think that's normal because humans are social creatures, even yeah. if we're introverts or not, like we're all social at some point. Mm-hmm. And that's how we grow. You know, grow through so- social expressions and just expressions in general, like emotional expressions. And that's how we express our emotions, like whether it be another person witnessing them, like holding space for us, like in your case, your family, like you're, you being around your family, I'm sure brought a lot of emotions about. Um, and you know, I think for, that's the case for a lot of us. Like if we spend a lot of time with our family, emotions are sure to surface, whether they be positive and or negative. Um, (laughs) but I mean the light and the dark, I guess, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting to think about, um, the, you know, how we actually all need the social interaction because I used to be on that side too, because I'm such an introvert, but I, I realized that being around a group of people that I really love and really like support me and I support them, it's just, it's been so uplifting for me. So I think that's very, very pivotal to our evolution <laughs> and our growth as humans. So yeah, agreed a hundred percent. Yeah. So we're next we're going to go into how we can alchemize or transmute any emotions that feel heavy so um some ways that we can do this is to relax in your body so bring your consciousness out of your mind and into your body so that can be as simple as you looking at your hands feeling your hands like moving your fingers um just feeling into your body feeling your feet on the ground or your body surface body on the surface beneath you next could be release any noises wanting to come out such as sighs, singing anything um our fun fact is our voice is a very powerful alchemizer you can say like the om sound and that can bring you your vibration up or you can just sing and that will bring your vibration up because you know we're all in resonance with um like our, our, our body is very, 
very primal really in that way. Um, I just went to, I'll kind of, I'm going to branch off on this. I, I promise it'll be really short. I'm just a rambler, but I went to Puerto Rico really recently and I went with a, a, a group of girlfriends and it was so much fun, but I basically veered off from the group of girlfriends and we were all on the beach and I sat on these rocks. I kind of like clammed up these rocks and went all the way to the beach. I was feeling really kind of not um, in my body. So I just started singing and like singing the, it sounds so cheesy, but I was basically singing like the song that the ocean was singing to me and allowing the sound to come out of my body. And it was just so like to anyone that heard me, I'm sure it sounded, I don't think there was no, there was nobody around, but if there were to be an observer, it would probably look like I was a crazy person, but I will say I felt amazing afterwards and I was able to journal, you know, some podcast posts, which was, or some podcast um, episodes, which was amazing. And then also some Instagram posts. So just like some, some ideas really flowed out and I was able to kind of reconnect with nature. So that kind of helped me alchemize some of the emotions I was feeling at that time. And that's basically you using your body as a tool or an outlet to express, release, and get everything flowing again, whether that be you tuning into nature like I did or like tuning into yourself. Um, and I mean, as within, as without. Um, and then the next one would be to clear energy, clear your energy field with smudging, smoke, herbs, or rose water. You can take a deep cleansing breath, which is extremely easy to do. You can come back to center and become aware of the present moment and express gratitude pertaining the emotion that came up. For example, thank you for showing me this anger, this trigger. I see you and I feel you. Thank you. Um, something just simple like that are, I mean, you saying it out loud and you acknowledging the emotion is very transformative. Um, and, and it's so simple, but the, usually the simple things are the most transformative anyway. And um, so going on, so from our shadows and our, and these lesser emotions that Lynn and I were talking about, we can create something beautiful. So if you think about it, like a lot of the people that are heartbroken, they create beautiful songs. Um, I mean, our light and our shadows are powerful creation, creation energies, like they're both energies and they, we can create something beautiful from, from both of them. And um, everything is necessary. Everything's perfect. Everything's connected. So even if we cannot see the connection right away, that the darkness is necessary and the light is necessary. So I invite you to think about how, what would earth in this incarnation be without the darkness, like without the ability to heal and feel like the wide spectrum of emotions that make us human and asking this question for me. I think of the movie, The Giver, where the human experience is very limited and they limit the the emotions, the emotional spectrum that each human can have because they're afraid and they're afraid of the freedoms of the humans and, or the, you know, the, the society. Um, have you seen The Giver, Lynn? No, I've read the book when I was like, I want to say grade four four or five because it's for a book report Mm -hmm. I don't remember (laughs) anything about that book (laughs) yeah so it's it's basically like a society that they take their medication in the morning and this medication they take is it limits their human experience 
experience. They see the world in black and white, basically, and they only can experience good emotions. So because they can only experience or neutral, I'm sorry, neutral emotions, they don't experience the the elation. They don't experience the anger. They don't experience like laughter and play or even like sadness and destruction because they want it or the society wanted to limit them basically and um, keep everyone safe. So I kind of wrote something that is a little bit pertaining to this. So I'm just going to go into it. And if it doesn't make sense to you, cool. If it does, awesome. Um, So basically an emotion without spirit and the soul is flat. It's lifeless and limited. So to limit the human experience by instilling too much safety or too much fear um, or too much anything, our soul, our spirit is basically not to be confined by the four walls, four walls of anything. And if we're confined because we're afraid of death or something like bad happening, it's almost like we're afraid of fully living our life. So, um, you know, of existence really. And, and this is not just death as in physical things or physical death, but death as an endings to our relationships, endings to jobs, endings to friendships, patterns, habits, and behaviors. Because as we know, every single ending, there is a beginning um, right after that, or maybe even if we're patient, a, a beginning we never saw coming. So to live is to shed and to live is to evolve. And we are meant to, excuse me, let go and surrender as nature intends. So without the darkness, the balance doesn't exist. And this is human experiences dynamic. So that's pretty much all I wrote after that. And um, I did write that on the rock in Puerto Rico. So, (laughs) yep. Okay, dokey guys. Well, <laughs> awkward silence, crickets. I cannot. That's so funny. No, well, I mean, do you have anything to like? What would you feel like the earth would be without darkness? One, hmm? say that again. Sorry, it's okay. What do you feel like the earth would be without darkness? Without darkness, mm-hmm. Oof. there's also a movie that this reminds me of. I forget what movie it is. Where it's like everybody's happy until, oh, it was a TV show. You know, The Good Place? That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it, is, it would be like. It's like, it's all fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It is necessary. The yin and the yang. Yeah. For sure. Find the balance between it. Well, I am, we're, I guess we're going to put an end to the episode before I just go off another tangent. So, Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little bit different than our previous episodes as it's kind of a little bit confusing, but hopefully you got something of value from it. And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.